It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. It's a Thursday morning, yes, the first of the month, yay for September, love September. The seasons are a-changing, got to be good, we can get out more, exercise more, eat less of that winter food trimmed down for summer hallelujah 1st of September for 2022 coming up this morning we are talking commercial property with Scott O'Neill he's the resident expert especially on what is happening around the residential versus the commercial properties and if you are eyeing some commercial properties at the moment thinking about entering this space Scott is going to share what what is going on? Well, the last 12 months, as far as rents are concerned, have seen rent prices nationally growing by 7%. It's a pretty serious sort of a situation, putting a lot of strain and stress on people trying to keep a roof over their heads. PropTrack yesterday said over the last two decades, the homeless in Australia has changed little. And this is a sobering statistic. Around one in every 200 Australians are homeless. And as a country, we have got to be doing a whole lot better than that. Now, if you're celebrating your birthday today on a brighter note for the 1st of September, have a great Thursday. You share it with Gloria Estefan, the Cuban-American singer. My goodness, she is, can you believe it? She's turning 65. And also on this day from the history books from 1985, the wreck of the Titanic is found in the North Atlantic Ocean. A French-American expedition group found the wreck, which sunk on the 14th of April 1912. And a few years later, James Cameron came up with a money-making venture. Let's make a movie about the Titanic. Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 6.30. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's check on your weather around Australia. First, we go to Sydney. Good morning to you for the 1st of September. Expecting a possible shower or two today and a high of 21 degrees. Melbourne expecting some late showers. 17 is your forecast high. In Brisbane, should be mainly fine, partly cloudy and a high of 23. And in Perth, expecting a warm, sunny day and your high expecting 24 degrees. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on The Real Estate Podcast. Let's Talk Commercial, a podcast series with Scott O'Neill. All right, yes, it is that time to catch up with Scott from Rethink Investing. And I guess we're a little bit jealous of you there, Scott, uh, because you are still in Greece. Tell us a little bit about what's happening over there. Uh, Yeah, we've been here for about two and a half months. So we're back in, my wife and I and and child are back in uh, mid, uh, sorry, October rather. And um, yeah, we've sort of got a house here. And before COVID, this is something we did every year. We just made sure we sort of escaped the Sydney winter and been really good. So weather's good and yeah, but looking forward to getting back into it. Puts the fire in the belly to full-time business thing when we get back in October. 
And what about the economy in Greece and together with the pandemic itself? Is there anything that's sort of quite different to Australia? Yeah, believe it or not, I've never seen Greece so strong at the moment. In terms of the the islands where a lot of the wealth is created through tourist dollar, they've got their busiest season of all time right now. Talking to people that sort of own hotels and that over here, they're saying next year is going to be even bigger by about sort of 20% larger. So like I've even noticed it on the ground in Greece, like there's people have got newer cars all of a sudden, there's um, prices of property over here are going up. So this is coming off like a very low base though, like the GFC totaled the economy over here. Yeah, it's been a, a long recovery and it's it's quite hard still, but you can definitely see there's uh, there's a lot more wealth all of a sudden relative to what it was. So COVID has definitely created a bit of pent up demand, and um, yeah, I'm sure you know from the airlines, you're seeing all those you know unprecedented demand pushing prices up of tickets. So it's sort of the same thing that's happening for I guess all the tourists over here as well. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because it's it's a little bit like suburbs around Australia. Some have just gone absolutely crazy. And you can probably apply some sort of metric across different countries, especially, as you say, when they're starting from that low base, there is only one way to go. And if everything falls correctly, it sounds like Greece is going to have a, a really rollicking 12 months to the next two years, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. A lot of foreign money is coming in. Like I know the Germans have bought a lot of the airports over here and redone them so they can fly more locations. So there's all sorts of, I guess, external money flowing into the economy. So yeah, you're right. I think it, it'll be a, a pretty good, good uh, few years ahead for them. Okay, so let's have a look at commercial and uh, bear in mind today is the first and we're going to get another rate rise at some stage. So how is the commercial market performing with the rates that have been rising and rising? Uh, It's been quite interesting, like talking around the country it's a mixed bag in summary. So to summarize, your lower yielding assets are the ones that are generally found in Melbourne and Sydney. So they're your sub 4% type purchase prices. Like say if you're getting 40 grand of rent, uh, that'll be a million dollar price tag. Those lower yielding assets are all of a sudden less attractive. As you could imagine, lending costs have gone up. So you need a greater yield to justify the purchase. That's the same thing that's happening in residential. However, we've basically seen money flow because I can see it on the cold face through my business. We've had demand exactly the same almost like to a single digit lead comparably to sort of six months ago coming through the door. So more people are kind of coming from residential and selling off residential to then purchase commercial to get that high yield because they need it. They're forced to because it's the only way to generate an income that's useful with, with rates being higher. So um, that's made demand for high yielding stock a lot more attractive. So we've seen um, regional areas get a boost right now. So they're, they're not declining at all. They're actually growing quite quickly. So while Sydney might be declining, high yielding regional areas are getting more demand and also just your high yielding capital cities like Perth, Brisbane and to a lesser degree, Adelaide, uh, are all holding up very well. So prices are stable and growing in these locations, but falling in locations like Melbourne and Sydney. But it's definitely nothing like what we're seeing in the residential markets because you're seeing quite sharp falls in those. So comparably, commercial is holding up very well. 
And we'll get to that falling faster value in terms of residential over commercial in just a moment. But I want to get back to this whole six months of whether people should wait to see what is going to happen to the market in the commercial space, because there will be people that will be thinking to themselves, I'll just put it off. I'll just wait another six months before I decide to buy. Yeah, it's a good question. It's one I get quite often. Um, And basically what I tell a a client, if they're in a position to buy positively geared property, factor in the interest rates, even put an extra percent on your numbers if if you want to be safe, you're still getting a positive cash flow in that scenario. And the rents are growing rapidly at the moment. So if you wait six months, well, number one, you're going to be up against more competition because there's a fair few people on the sidelines with truckloads of cash waiting to buy into the commercial market. So if you wait for that kind of perfect moment, which I've never seen a perfect moment to invest, there's always something going on that's going to scare you. Right now, it's the rates. A few years ago, it was the interest-only cliff. You know, if you go back, the GFC, like there's always something on the horizon that will worry the people that want to worry about things. But this one is, it's probably less of a stress than what we've seen on, you know, from previous years because the economy is going strong. You know, the unemployment rates at a record low level, there's... Um, businesses are doing pretty well like this is coming out of covid so it's a lot better now than it was a couple of years ago but the prices are higher and if you do wait six months not only will you miss that positive cash flow in the meantime but you're likely going to be up against more people and pay more as well when that interest rates kind of cycle stabilizes And let's get to that question of why residential property is falling faster in value than commercial, because again, some people will just not be schooled up enough, I guess, to sort of appreciate the fundamental difference between the two. It's sort of obvious to me as a commercial investor, because I look at the income, I look at the growth and, and basically look at the opportunity to add value. I don't really see any of that in most residential markets because they've had such rapid capital growth. The yields are at record low levels and now that interest rates have gone up, like it's a highly negatively geared situation. So unless you're getting that capital growth day one, you're actually losing money in residential. So you need strong growth just to stay ahead. If you're buying a family home or something like that, that's different because you're not that worried about the capital value. If you can buy the house you want, buy it because that's for your family for the rest of your life, hopefully. So different scenario, but investors aren't seeing much value in the residential markets because there simply isn't as much as there was. And now that the um, the idea of capital growth isn't going to be as strong for the medium term, then a lot of people are just either selling and that's creating more stock hitting the market. So there's a, there's a greater stock versus supply ratio that's happening. And uh, we're not seeing that with commercial because commercial investors aren't selling. Like the only people I'm really purchasing properties from are divorce sales, fund managers who are selling down assets to get into bigger ones, or unfortunately, some death scenarios where they're just selling off estate. So it's a very low stock market. But residential people are getting forced to sell due to the higher rates. So supply is the big difference. And that's the reason why you're going to see greater falls. And people have got higher debt levels as well. Like imagine you bought a 95% loaned unit in Sydney and you're negatively geared 20 grand a year back when it was uh, you know, a 2.5% interest rate. You know, that's going to be quite a stressful situation and people will sell in those situations. All right. Well, we'll leave it there, Scott. Always great to chat. Look forward to catching up in a couple of weeks' time. Enjoy your time in Greece. Thank you, Craig. Take care, mate. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 